You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What's up, Bills Mafia? Matt Perino here. It is Friday, February 19th, 2021, and this is your weekly Bills Flash Briefing. I put up a story this week at New York Upstate and Syracuse.com highlighting five potential moves that Brandon Bede could make in the next few weeks to open up some cap room as you know he tries to upgrade this Buffalo Bills roster heading in to free agency and the NFL draft. And one of those big moves is centered around John Brown. He is he is scheduled to make $9.531 million this year. That's going to be a salary cap hit. If the Bills release him, they can add almost $8 million of cap space back to work with as they look to free agency. They have a ton of their own free agents that they have to consider. And obviously, everybody knows about the J.J. Watt pursuit that's that's been happening ever since last week on Friday when the Houston Texans released him. The latest on that, uh, I'll talk more about John Brown in a moment, is that there is mutual interest, according to a report from ESPN's Kimberly Martin, that between the Bills and J.J. Watt, obviously he's looking for a Super Bowl contender. The Bills lost in the AFC title game. So that is definitely something to keep an eye on. We covered J.J. Watt in detail this week on the uh, Buffalo Bills Shout football podcast. Go check that out. We had ESPN's Marcel Louis-Jacques. And WGR 550's Nate Geary on the show. You can find that on our YouTube page, Search Buffalo Bills on NY Up. And, you know, getting back to John Brown a little bit here, listen, he's a big piece to what I thought this Bills offense was able to blossom into in 2020. I don't want to downplay what I think his skill set means to this offense. But the the truth of the matter is, sure, there might be a restructure possibility, maybe kick the can a little bit down the road, but with $8 million free and clear to add to the pot as you're trying to maneuver your way and, and improve on a roster that's that's close. You know, they, they were super close. And I thought that, you know, the, the key for me when it comes to John Brown is if you take the, the body of work from the first half of the season, obviously he suffered the injury, looked really good in the first month of the season. And Stephon Diggs, he, he really talked a lot about what John Brown meant to him, not only as you know, a teammate, but, you know, the opportunities that it opened for him having John Brown in the field. But I just think, you know, not over $9 million is a, is a steep price to pay when you have real talent at the position on the roster already. We saw what Gabriel Davis did as a rookie. And I, I recently went back and watched some of his snaps over the course of his rookie season. And he just impressed in every way. He made a lot of big plays, obviously, you know, had, had a lot of touchdowns in this team second when it, in terms of receiving touchdowns behind Diggs. So I think that they're stocked there, and I think that what John Brown does, that downfield threat, there might be some options on the open market 
uh, or even in the draft to add that kind of player to the mix. Finally, Ryan Talbot uh, had a story this week. He reported that the Bills had a quote-unquote real good meeting with Syracuse cornerback Ifitu Malafonwu. And it's an interesting name that pops up on the radar as you start doing your draft prep because that number 30 pick, there's there's a few positions that you probably have in mind. Now, I still think that without you know talking in depth with Brandon Bean yet a, a, before the draft, I still think the Bills are going to go best player available. When you have this kind of roster, whoever is really sticking out on the board at that point, I expect Brandon Bean to pull the trigger. But a cornerback like Ifitu, I mean, that's that, that could be, solve a lot of problems if you're able to bring a high-level cornerback into the mix to, to pair with Tredavious White, really turn that into a secondary without any holes. And if you can add a J.J. Watt or attack the edge or defensive line in free agency or, or more in the draft, I think that this defense can take the next step in 2021. Keep it locked on the Syracuse.com and NewYorkUpstate.com in the next few days. We are going to be dropping our massive free agent target list. Uh, I've been working on that the last couple days, and we'll have that at some point in the next couple days, maybe early next week. And enjoy your weekend. It might snow a little bit in western New York or, you know, depending on what the weather is, wherever you are. Hope it's a good one, and thank you for all your support of this podcast. And we will see you next week. Mike Gennetti of SpotTrack.com, salary cap expert, Greg Thompson from Cover One. They're going to be on the show next Wednesday night. Have a good one, everyone.